Hello and welcome to second part of my podcast. My name is Adam Winczewski from Windshow Studios. What I'll be talking about today is why I have decided to go with Angry Birds and Breakout Inspiration. Breakout is arcade game from 1970. It's all about you controlling platform that bounces off a ball and breaks bricks. You break all the bricks and you win. Angry Birds. If you haven't heard about Angry Birds, I'm not sure what planet are you on. Released in 2009, I believe. It's all about a flock of birds fighting against green pigs to retrieve the eggs, the, the Angry Birds eggs. One of the biggest, if not the biggest selling games through history of gaming. Why why breakout? So what I want to do is take you through my thinking and my inspiration. I was working on a game development which included breakout type of game where I thought to myself, how cool would it be to have some sort of game that is a follow-up of Angry Birds? How awesome would that be to have an old with a new? Breakout was developed by Apple's very own Steve Wozniak. Yes, that Steve Wozniak. Actually, Steve Jobs, which you probably again heard about, was the beta tester for Steve Wozniak before they did the Apple or Macintosh at that point together. That fact that actually Steve Wozniak was the coder behind Breakout Game isn't known to many. I've played the arcade in 80s and yes, I am that old and loved every minute of it. It was so exciting and challenging, new for eight year, year old boy to interact with things on the screen, to move, to get the ball bouncing and to win. And <laughs> most of all, um, to hear your friends cheer around you. You would stand in front of this big machine that would have a joystick and few buttons and you'd move the joystick, press the buttons because sometimes the power-ups were really exciting. You'd get a shooting power-up and you could shoot the bricks sooner while still trying to catch the ball so it doesn't go through and you lose. Apart from the excitement around power-up, which I think was the biggest excitement was the power-ups, the I've enjoyed the countless iterations of Breakout on Commodore 64. Cannot remember the amount of times I've played Breakout type of iteration. I must admit, I've played countless games since then. Some more exciting, less exciting, some 2D, 3D. And then 2009, Angry Birds came out. It was something new. It wasn't overdone, it was colorful, it was funny, it was cute, but it was simple. Everything about it was simple. Birds didn't have wings, everything was round or triangle, you'd break all sort of materials with different birds. That was kind of cool. And not only that, I was able to play on my iPhone, which was just two years old at that point, I was able to play a game that was not stressing me out, that was, as a designer, I enjoyed that simplicity of it. 
I've enjoyed everything about it because it wasn't stressing you out. You didn't have to win. It didn't make you angry, upset. It just makes you chill. And that was the first iteration of Angry Birds. Obviously, it's a massive franchise now with movies, with comics, with TV series and what may you. But that first one was all about simplicity. A very simple, stimulating, brain-stimulating game. And this is how I came about to think about Smash ET. Criteria for development was clear for me from the beginning. I wanted a simple game to play with cute, likable characters, engaging environment and hours of fun. It was important for me to make a game that I could enjoy, that my kids could enjoy and for, for hours to come. And that's why I think I know for a fact that Smash ET will be successful. The game mixes a little bit of old, a little bit of new so everyone can enjoy it. It's not one of these games that you'll think, oh, wow, it's going to make my children cringe or it will make my children think less. On contrary, I think it will make them analyze problem in the future much better. It's all about solution, all about thinking preactively. Where do I put the platform so the monster can bounce off and hit, hit aliens? It's all about proactive thinking, as well as there is an educational piece where each of the level is background design is different landmarks in the world. And it has a flag from which country it is. It actually explains what landmark it is. Imagine knowing 100 landmarks or knowing where they're from or where they placed. This is kind of cool for human being for an adult or for a kid to get to know that it's a lot of geography lessons they can do that on smashy tea with fun so that's that's what it is it's simple it's cute it's educational it's engaging it's brain challenging the biggest challenge with smashy tea so far for me was staying within my own guidelines everything is dual color either white as a base color or another color as a base, but normally the outlines are done in white unless the character itself is white and therefore the outlines are done in different color. But there is nothing and there is nothing, nothing that you see extra. There is no shadowing, no details. And that was that was the difficult part. Because as a designer, as a developer, when you see your game growing and becoming reality, you want to make it better. You want to add and add and add and add to it. And I think that's where I find myself struggling to maintain that simplicity, maintain that cuteness and that limit of the design, which sometimes I find myself trying to overdo it, which is not good. I'm not talking about idea and ideas and improving the game. No, 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 nothing like that. I'm talking about the base guideline, the foundations of the game. If you're not careful, you can very easily, down the line, go into completely this different design mode, different themes, and it can be disastrous. Simply put, if you do that, then you'll have to go back and change everything that you've started, 
and then you'll probably build on what you've already created and it's it's snowballing effect it will keep growing growing into problem 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 but you'll never build anything out of it so be careful with that once you have your guidelines you must you must maintain them once again not not improving the game you should improve the game but there are certain things that stay with your gut feel stay with your initial thought the raw reason why did you believe it's a good idea you can make it better much better but look for things such as for example for me in a game it would be improvement how the player selects the monsters but not how the monsters or the world look like the game should act as a distressor i want the game to be stressless to be not emotionless i want people to feel happy and challenged and achieve accomplishments but i don't want them to stress about it i want them to take a set and have a game for an hour or two play with it and enjoy it and be challenging enough to keep the player entertained to to keep the brain stimulated i think i think that's that's one of the key things for me so i think in summary i have enjoy both the games mentioned the breakout and the angry bird vastly in my life it's probably two of the most memorable game that i've really 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 enjoyed that i could recall that's why i've decided to build my game smash et based on inspirations for those two games both games stimulated problem solving for me and i was and i want to enable players of my game of smash et to be able to have good fun and memorable experience i want i don't want to design games i want to design experience i've promised that i'll answer any questions in the beginning of every podcast that i do obviously this is the second podcast so i haven't had any questions so far hopefully you'll be able to join us on twitter where we are under smash.et so at smash.et or you can go on the website which is winshed.com it's w i n s c h e.com or smashetgame.com to follow up the updates on the game and on the studio we are now available on iTunes under the title of the podcast which is how did we get here so hopefully you'll be able to join me next to listen to podcast any comments and feedback as always appreciated once again a massive thank you from myself Adam Winczewski and my studio Winchester Studios for listening and spending time to hear us to support us and to hopefully play a game in the future so thank you very much 